Hello and welcome to the Decibel Boost Podcast, the official music podcast of the website Surreal Resolution. I'm your host, Robert, and oh no, the Channel Awesome website disappeared. Anyway, what kind of wings y'all want? I'm thinking uh, garlic parm. And with me, I have. If you or someone you know have been affected by stolen music samples, you may be entitled to financial compensation. And... Oh, where the hell am I? Okay, I'm, I'm not a boss place, so... Oh, fuck, I'm thinking I have space again. I better, wait for, I, better wait for, I better get my voice by myself. Who are you behind me? Who's behind me? Oh, hey, oh, hey, <laughs> Alex! Um, uh, um, I bet you wanted to bring how I got here. Give my cats their couch back! <laughs> 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 the only thing we need is the freeze frame and the record scratch. Uh, you might be wondering how I ended up in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, those uh, surveillance cameras sure did come in handy. Although that didn't stop Mark from trying one time and it basically turned into uh, Five Nights at Rob's. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah this, is, this is some... These are some strange things going on there. Happened more than the movie did. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't talk about that. Like we don't talk about the jockstrap incident. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, if uh, any FBI agents are spying on this recording, uh, for legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, here we are, episode 339, so, uh, how's everyone's week been going? It has been a week, uh, nothing significant happened, uh, on my end anyway. I got, uh, everything out of my system last week with that very loud, uh, yelling I did, which, uh, was needed, so, uh, we move on, and we just go from there, so, uh, yeah, nothing to report, I'm just waiting for either some some snow to fall to happen or for the weather to get warmer because there's just no in between here. Once again, we are doomed to have another snowless winter here in the city, and I don't like it. Oh dear. Mm. I will take uh, comfortable comfortable weather though. I would like you know to be able to leave in the morning without having to spend. 10 minutes to get my car warmed up because it's a piece of crap that refuses to die. Well, damn. I swear to God, the moment I get enough money for a down payment, I'm getting just a boring-ass car that has no frills and just works. So, like like a four-door sedan from 2013. That That's boring and efficient. That works. That's what I need. Yeah. Okay. Note the self. Look at those stuff guys from. Wait, look up my other sister anymore. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mark, what about you? I ain't got most report except just usual work shit. Then the fact that we, then the fact that well, we 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 well, one of these got sick and they said, yeah, we gonna need you to come on your day off. That was Saturday. Which I say, whatever, say, okay, fuck it, I'm not supposed to come, I need, I need something, I need some, 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 I need
even even though it, it, even though Lost Today is like they kind of say, yeah, um, yeah, we need, you need help on this little thing because something happened, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think it pretty much did. I think I think I'm, I think what I'm gonna say, I think I'm I might be just you know the one like you're like you're the one that helped us with shit, even though I'm like I don't I don't want to be the one because I I just do this shit by circumstance. I'm like, well, I don't, yeah, it's just that. Oh, I mean, I mean, oh, I mean, I mean, I mean. Well, also, he's supposed to have been staple show on Netflix. Just saying. I have, just not, saying. I have hmm? not watched that yet. I really need to. Yeah, Same. it's yeah, it's fairly short. Like it's like five episodes. Like like, like you get that done within 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 a couple of hours or so. Yeah, I got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, as for me. Well, I'm uh, recording this a little, like, a day later than normal because uh, I had to be uh, a little bit up north playing a gig with the band. Uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, the place we were playing at had a whole playlist, though, that was, like, 90s, 2000s, pop punk, and emo. So I was just sitting there, like, mid, mid. Oh, that still slaps. Mid. Man, remember when AFI peaked on December Underground? <laughs> yeah. Good times. Oh, and uh, also, speaking of saltiness, um, once again, I have to ask, can we kick Shiver out of the fucking polycule already? Like, okay, the in particular, the, the Splatfest results were really fucking bullshit, because, for context, the theme was, what's your favorite day of the weekend? Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? I was team Saturday, because Saturdays are pretty fucking cool, and in the results, Saturday actually won, like, the sneak peek results, and got the most votes overall at, like, 60-something percent, but because of the fucking bullshit matchmaking... They, they were so many goddamn mirror matches that it's impossible to meaningfully build clout. And so, when the fucking results came in at the end, you want to know who won? Team Friday. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit. Ugh. I hate this matchmaking so much. This game has my entire soul, and I'm just gonna play a whole bunch of the fucking Side Orders DLC that comes out this week. Yeah, that sounds like a much uh, better time than this weird three-tiered online matchmaking that they still insist on doing, which has shown that uh, it doesn't fucking work! See, here's the thing. On a pure game design level, the three-way battles are kind of fun. But the matchmaking is utterly fucked. Like, out of context, it's a fun mechanic. In context, y'all gotta get your shit together if you're gonna keep doing this. Either that or they just go back to, like, fucking, I don't know, two-team battles if they make a Splatoon 4. Anyway, that's my salt. So, now let's move on to something relatively less infuriating. And that is, of course, the new song discussion. So, we have our usual songs, uh... That we got for the past week or so. As always, there'll be a playlist down in the description. If you want to follow along, mark your calendars for new albums, pick up some new tunes for your playlist, and all that fun business. So, uh, I'm going to throw things over to uh, Mark to get the ball rolling this week. Okay, so uh, here, uh, here's the thing that I figured out. So, um, you know how, like, you know, you know how, like, Mikey, wait, Mikey, you know, rappers Mikey, we can work together. The Pepper Alchemist were favorite rock last year. And then... 
Long time since then, that we continue with Tony Seltzer, a number producer for his for, for his album, for C K Figaro, and now now it's Mike with Tony Seltzer. Yeah, it, 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 it's I want to say full circle, kind of maybe it's like the Mike Wick whole Tony lot Seltzer. of cross pollination. Yes, and this one is a single. This well, a single because single with just with the title R and B, like that's that, that's. Early, even so, so like he, he, he does the whole, he does the whole, you know, you know, he's really like Mike featuring this this person, the track, says single and blah blah blah, or, or, you know, you know, all, all, all that shit, and yeah, I guess like, it's a, well, it's a fairly short song, it's like two minutes in total, and I and I say it, 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 it does it does have that very, it does have that very like. Well, the video, well, the video guys of this, this, you know, you know, two thousands R and B aesthetics, like, yeah, like, like, they got the whole, you know, looking digital computer type of shit. The song, the, the song, the, the song itself, like, like the song itself is the song is, is it does got the you know the, the, the neo so that neo soul feel mixed in with mixed in with with, with, you know, with that production, which was also was also by Sosa, along with along with people like like uh. Benny Fanta and Mike Fleet, well, well, Mike E. Fleece, never Mike, or just or Mike E. But yeah, like it's basically Mike going on these on these like these very good melodies, which right, which are like in the and that's really very shut up and it does it does remind me of some shit I, I, you, you in 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 two thousands area where you know when 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 the army when the army was happening, which okay, it's a little fun track like. Alright, well, it's a short track, which I kind of dig it. Yep. Pretty smooth. Now, uh, moving on to the next track here. Oh, hey, look at that. It's Griselda O'Clock. Uh, once again, uh, once again, we go into Conway the Machine. Conway the Machine, and of course, he got his, you know, his side beat up. Won't he do it? Which, well, we ain't got no release date as yet, because it's still TBA. We're bring another single. It's featuring Joy Badass with with the with the Latino. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Latino. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, about this track, which which at, at first I sound like this is yeah, it sounds like very you know very classic Griselda sound, like very grimy, very boom bap, very boom bap, very you know, no no, very much you know, you know, very much you know what they always do. I'm doing spot camouflage monk and sat in and and sat who gold, which 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 two names I do recognize when it comes to you know you know between them and any anybody from Brazil, especially with Conway, especially with Conway Westside Gun. So any so 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 any so any so anyway so anyway anyway Conway was a burst Conway was a burst which all right what it works like 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 it basically is usual shit like like a rapper at his own show took his chain out threw it stupid give me that shit basically that shit basically that shit which he got some good bars going in there going there and and enjoy badass which okay which um it's it's really good too which which I heard I said one line. My style, my, my style's realistic, plain Jane, simplistic. I like Mitch and Money. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. I like Ace and Money, Mitch, on some really pimp shit, 
which records the two characters from that movie paid in full, which is which is a course of a classic. Also I mean, also kinda of, also kinda of sad when she also well what 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 the fuck is a sad movie, yeah, you should know. But yeah, like um this track is basically, you know, basically they're you know, they're on that you know, they're on that, you know, classic Griselda boom bap shit. And 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 yeah, and yeah, this is and, and yeah, and this is what Conway, this is what Conway, you know, uh, 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 again, I even say Conway is the best lyricist of, of, the, of the main of the, of the main Griselda three. Which, yeah, I get it. Like, get it. It's it's good. Shit. It's good shit. Pretty cool. I also really like that part in the beat that's got like those uh toward the end with like the guitars and stuff. I thought that was a nice touch to things. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah, 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 Looks like there's new material from the band Mets on the horizon. Uh, the last time we heard from the Canadian punk band was uh, 2020. <laughs> I don't like thinking about that year. Uh, with the album Atlas Vending, which I thought was pretty solid in its own right. And uh, looks like now we have uh, April 12th as the release date for their newest album, Up on Gravity Hill. And to coincide with the announcement, we have not one, but two songs to discuss here. So, uh, the first of them is called Entwined Parentheses Street Light Buzz. Uh, this one has a pretty steady, uh, tempo and vibe going on. Plenty of, uh, alternating between, like, 4-4 and 3-4 measures. If you know Mets' style by now, you can probably know what to expect here. The guitars have a lot of, like, that typical overdriven twang with these somewhat off-kilter chords and melodies. But I think, comparatively speaking, this one is a bit easy on the ears almost kind of sounds like queens of the stone age in parts and then there's the other track here 99 which the tempo is a little bit slower it almost kind of has more of like a halftime feel to a lot of it as uh the song feels fit to sort of drone and repeat a lot of ideas like how the vocals tend to repeat the title and just kind of like let the layering of the phrase 99 just kind of built on top of each other and of course a lot of the uh melodies and chord structures here are definitely a bit more off kilter and atonal than entwined but overall i dig the mood of this song and both tracks are pretty solid i'll keep an ear out for this one uh noise rock isn't my usual genre of choice here but I think I can make an exception for these folks here. It's got a good blend of post-hardcore and melody that sits right in with what I call my uh, sweet spot for listenability. Kind of reminds me of the pillows in some parts. A lot of that, lot of that really open, twangy, almost Midwestern emo-style guitar chords. That's my sweet spot. Ah, uh, the pillows. Anyway... Uh, moving on to the next track here. So, it's been about roughly a year and a half, almost, since uh, Fever 333 had to deal with the departure of uh, pretty much everyone aside from the vocalist. And it's been, like, six months, eight, uh, well, at least six months since they actually got a full new lineup and we heard a new song from them. But uh looks like they have a potential new project uh, down in the pipeline. No date yet, or title, just that it's coming. And so we have a new single from the band that most likely is going to be on that record called Ready Rock. Uh, I'll give it credit, the song's got a pretty, like, heavy energy to it. Like, I like it more than Swing, 
Uh, just, you know, the vibe you get from, like, the pounding crash hits to a lot of, like, the punk D-beats, the way it swaps between, like, those, uh, fast and more mid-tempos, the big swinging rhythmic grooves. It's even got a bit more, like, bite and attitude to it, especially with the lyrics, which, um, given that this song came out in the middle of Black History Month, fittingly, it's about how pretty much all popular rock music was founded on the works of black musicians, and without them, you wouldn't have any of the shit you're listening to now. Pretty fitting with the month and all. Uh, goes pretty hard. I like it. Yeah, it's a frantic burst of aggressive energy. Uh, I, I can't say much about it outside of its grander context with this full album that it's going to be part of. So, uh, as a one-off, it's good stuff. I'm I'm very curious slash cautiously curious about what this. Uh, new album's going to be like, considering there's a new lineup and, you know, the guys from Materia are no longer there for, you know, reasons that have been established a while ago. It's, uh, it's making me wonder what else is in store and how long is this going to take? Ah, well, we got another, what, 10 months in the year to find out. Anyway, uh, we won't have to wait like 10 months for uh, the album related to this next song. So, uh, as we've got word of recently, Tierra Wack is releasing her, air quotes, debut album on March 15th, titled Worldwide Wack. And, uh, we have a new single from her here, uh, titled 27 Club. Now, uh, d- uh I, for those of you who aren't, uh, super well-versed on your music history, uh, that title is kind of, uh, a bit of a downer, because it refers to a group of musicians and various other pop culture figures throughout the years who have uh, sadly lost their lives at the all-too-young age of 27. Some of the most well-known examples being like Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, people like that. And uh, as you can probably expect from, you know, that title, the song, I mean, it does have some of those Tierra Wack production quirks, But overall, it's definitely not, like, a silly song instrumentally. It's definitely a bit downbeat and somber, as she's kind of, like, reflecting on the topics of, like, suicide, death, and just kind of the emotional loneliness that could drive someone to someone like that. It definitely is, uh, quite the swerve from the last single we got. Yeah, we went went from happy-ass shower song to, well, uh, yeah, this. And it's not a bad track. Like, it is, like, 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 it's a good track. It's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the whiplash. Just saying, like, oh, 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 like that. Yeah. Yeah, not exactly the brightest of subjects to think about. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next track here, one that uh, is coming even sooner than March fifteenth. Uh, Schoolboy Q with his new album, Blue Lips, coming out March 1st. Uh, so we got this new single here called Yearn? Yearn? I, I don't think I'm saying it right, but Yearn 101. That's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, at the time of recording, like, let's record on Tuesday, this is single number three out of five. As in huh. two released just today. 
Wait, wait, yeah, like, we, like today we had more. Si- Man, I cannot keep track. Yeah, today we had two more school war cute songs. Call me from the album, and and it's and it's like and 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 Grant and five songs, but don't we, but don't use the whole damn album. Okay, 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 okay. You're on one on one. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, with this beat, produced by Cardo. And the school and school boy and school boy has a flow going on here. It's like music, music, music like 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 they I mean, not how to get a bitch like urine. I'm a chop chop nigga with because the sun won't burn. One of like whopper the shakes for urn. I'm getting right now. I ain't waiting no turn. Got a brand new house on the floor. My hurt. They're busy. They're busy, they're busy all day. Like 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 the busy some shit like that. Which okay. Which 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 okay is. Okay, like out of all the songs, like okay, maybe not my favorite, but this this one is got all right. Like I, was, yeah, I saw like Boost Lines more, but this one, this one, this one, this one, but this one, this one, I'm on this shit again, on shit again, which which all right, I can definitely you know get down with that shit. Probably hoping, hoping won't be another crash talk, which I said I like, but well, not like, but like I I was mid on, but this track is. Um, it's cool, I guess. So, that I'm gonna say, I think of the singles, this is the one I like the most, and this is probably going in my rotation as like one of my new go-to rap bangers for the year, because he just goes off on this, like holy fucking shit. Anyway, uh, moving on to the last track here. So, Dua Lipa, what? the fuck is going on well she apparently has a new album cooking in the pipeline no real clue what the date is or even what the title is we already heard uh one of the singles already i forget how long ago it was and then we have single number two here now called training season and uh ah man um so i'm just gonna say i'm with todd in the shadows on these singles like I, it just sounds like future nostalgia B-side so far. And, like, I, I'm getting the sense that, like, it almost feels like she's making these songs, I guess, out of obligation because she had a hit album, so she has to follow it up. But it just kind of feels like, like, this is just coasting through the motions. Like, these songs just feel so inessential. Like, like <clears throat> the world, like, the needle that represents the world's affairs doesn't move one way or the other if you were to, like, remove this and Houdini from existence. And I'm just like, what happened? Because, like, I, I liked Future Nostalgia. I thought that was a good pop record. But now, th- th- is this, like, an early peak? Um, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if... The expectation is to create more hits like Dance the Night Away and Levitating. But, um, yeah, the execution here has not been great. And so this song premiered at the Grammys. And I, I recall in the, the Song vs. Song show about the Grammys, both Todd and Lena talked about the choreography being a bit, uh, my words here, first draft. So I went back to the performance and... It's definitely a bit 
we just saw West Side Story for the first time and are going for that kind of vibe in a way. It kind of fits with the song because it feels like a first draft on its own. It's not great. It's not terrible either. It's just sort of on the maybe better side of mid. I I, I don't know about this. This just, this just feels very... This is the worst kind of pop music to me when it feels very meticulously focus grouped almost to death. Yeah, it's very mid, all right. And and yes, and people who forget mid mid, mid mid means not great, not terrible, just get middle of the road. Because y'all use that word too much because y'all know what the fuck it means. And the more I read about how she says the dude's name was influenced by Mass Attack and Primal Scream, I'm thinking, wait, this is something about Mass Influence by Massive Attack. Um, I heard Massive Attack. You talking about early Massive Attack or later Massive Attack? Because this, uh, this screams neither. This just screams neither. Like it, it happened, but it, it I, don't, I don't know. It, 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 it just, it just feels like, it just feels. Yeah, this was just retread of what, of what you, of what you've been doing, but. Yeah, I mean, I wait to see. I wait to see what we're going more, but not really feeling this that much. I'm sorry. Did you say you said massive attack, right? Yeah, ma- as yeah, in massive. like that massive attack. The, the yeah the, the electronic trip hop group yeah will do a group Cause, whatever cause, yeah because I like actually I, I finally got around to listening to them um like. A couple years ago, because my partner's really into Massive Attack, and I had actually never given their music in full, so uh, some of it's still lingering around in the brain space here. I'm like, really, Dua Lipa? This is what Massive Attack sounds like to you? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, <sighs> I mean, I was putting something, like, I was putting, like, something, like, out, like, you, like, like, you say Massive Attack, I'm thinking, he's like, gonna give a teardrop or something? I don't know. Or, or any or eight or eight or I don't know, teardrop or angel or the, the blue lines or, or, or you know protection. honestly this just kind of rem- this just kind of reminds me of like that uh one hit Wonderland video on a uh, alien ant farm where Todd says that apparently the singer was influenced air quotes by like Tracy Chapman and I'm like do do you not know what influenced means? <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah. I am not looking forward to that new album. If mm. the... <sighs> Whatever, we still got a ways to go till there. Yeah. But that pretty much about does it for the uh, new song discussion. Now we have to move on to our one notable topic for uh, the news discussion. And of course, it is time... For the list, the list, the list, the list, record store day, April 20th, 2024, Ah, 420 plays it. Yeah. Oh, uh, just a side note. We didn't talk about the Black Friday list because the Black Friday list wasn't that good this year. I'm sorry, everybody. It wasn't very good this year. Yeah, you could have spent your money on better Black Friday deals. 
Like, yeah. I don't know, trying to see who has the cheapest prices on fucking first-party Nintendo Switch titles. <laughs> but there are good things to be found this time, though. Yes, yes, there are. Now, uh, I didn't uh, get to look at the list too, too hard, as that I didn't really, like, make super thorough notes about it or anything, so... Some of this is going to be a bit of a surprise to me, because I'm just kind of, like, eyeballing it. I'm looking at the list here. I have it organized uh, the usual way, so I'm going to start with the RSD Limited Run slash Regional Focus. Then we're getting into the RSD Exclusive stuff. And then last but not least, RSD First. <laughs> so... Well, the convenient thing about the way they have the list sorted out here is that there's, like, you know, neat quick view stuff, so you could just kind of, like, glance at uh, whatever gets your attention. So, let me just take a uh, glance over here. Alex, did you have any notes? Uh, I, like, set up glanced, of this? I, I glanced over, like, the whole list. I didn't write any notes, but I'll, I'll, I'll see them as we go along. All right, let me see here. So, uh, what is there? Hmm. I can get us started here with a couple of things. All right. Okay, so in the limited run slash uh, regional focus section, which means uh, they're going to be especially uh, limited, so um, hope you get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll start with a release from... Body Snatcher, Vile Conduct. This is, for, as it says here, being released for the first time on vi on vinyl. <laughs> That's all it says. It is limited to 1,000 copies. It looks uh, especially heavy and gruesome. There are teeth pulled nice, on the cover. Nice. That should be a, a good, uh, good little uh, harbinger of things to expect from there. Uh, oh. Oh, oh God, that reminds me that I I've been putting off getting my wisdom teeth out for a hot minute. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Y'all know I did that a couple years ago. It was not fun. I, have, I think it was 72. I, 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 I dreaded that. $1,500 down the drain. I mean, at least I have dental insurance, but... Yeah, well, fortunately, uh, where I had to go didn't cover all of it because uh, it's considered a, a um, an elective surgery. <laughs> uh, but moving on, uh, for those of you out there who are into uh, pop country, there is uh, space tapes from Hunter Hayes that has just unreleased demos. So uh, there you go. I was wondering why that name sounded familiar. Wait a minute. That, yeah, I think it was. I thought I was getting him confused with the fancy like dude for a minute. No, no, no. That that that's that's a different guy. Uh here from uh Kardu Inoue, dedicated to the island. Japanese DJ music producer who has done uh quite a bit of wild stuff. It says here this album is organic, tribal, and contains electronic and minimal ambient music limited to only 200 copies so uh if you want weird stuff uh hope you get lucky hmm okay from uh let me see if i can if i can uh, oh yes this is the one from the uh dearly departed uh, dolores or uh, or riordan 
Her 2007 demo of debut album, Are You Listening, on final for the first time, limited to 600 copies. If you want some uh, good uh, Irish folky pop, there you go. From Public Enemy. Yeah. The Revolver Lucian Tour, 2003. It is, well, uh, a live album on CD, because you gotta do CDs as well. It is a full concert set, 1,000 units everywhere, so I hope you can get some of that. From Schoolie D, Saturday Night, the album, from 1986. Finally, with a vinyl reissue in a uh, lemon pepper colored vinyl pressing. <laughs> he, he knows what we like. That's another uh, 1,000 unit release there. Let me just see what else I can find here. Uh, again, these are very, very limited and very, very niche. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to find all the big stuff here. We'll go a little bit later in that. Uh, you can't really find much else in this section, though. Yeah, I didn't really have much else to say. Because I think we can all agree that a lot of the big stuff is in the uh, exclusives. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so now that we got that little warm-up out of the way, let's actually go to the RSD exclusive stuff. Presumably only available on this day and no others. And we got a good one right here at the top. So uh, we have, from 100 Gex, uh, we have Snake Eyes, which is uh, an EP, 10-inch vinyl, uh, limited to 3,500 copies. Uh yeah, it's uh, the EP they released. I forget the exact year, but it includes uh, a couple tracks, including, well, three tracks. Uh, hey, Big Man, Runaway, and Torture Me featuring Skrillex. Uh, exclusively pressed for RSD 2024 on, quote, die-cut weed vinyl. Yep. The image shaped, here is weed. Shaped, yeah, it's shaped like a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> weed. Very dank. Uh, <laughs> a, a dank record for dank music. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see, a little bit down. Oh, looks like uh, the melodic death metal band At The Gates is releasing their uh, seminal 90s classic Slaughter of the Soul on vinyl. Uh, LP, 1,000 copies, not much else detail beyond that. It's a classic 90s metal record, uh. You should give it a listen if you haven't yet. Uh, there's a lot of Beatles stuff, it looks like. So, are, are these all singles? It kind of looks like yeah, they're singles because they come they're, on, like, three-inch records. Yeah, they're doing a little mini turntable thing. It's a little cool little novelty uh, thing that they're doing. All with songs that they, that they uh, performed on the Ed Sullivan Show back in 1964. Yeah, so let's actually see the description. So yeah, Beatles branded dust cover and turntable facing, Bluetooth enabled and housed in a box that includes three inch records of four songs they performed. Uh, the specific songs are She Loves You, I Want to Hold Your Hand, Till There Was You, and I Saw Her Standing There. Each record is housed in an outer box with a picture sleeve and poster. Package also includes a Beatles branded carrying case, which holds up to ten of those three inch records. Uh, looks like the actual player itself is limited to, uh, 2,300 copies. 
I'm going to assume similar limitations or less may apply to all the three-inch singles. So, yeah. I notice how the label uh, says Apple. I know the label says Apple. Yeah, Apple Corps, different company, different oh. entity. Okay, okay, okay. All right. It's a common misconception, but separate entities. Oh, all right. Ah, the music business is weird. Anyway, uh, speaking of weird, uh, one of the releases here is apparently a vinyl copy of the soundtrack to the 1980 comedy film Airplane. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, composed by uh, Oscar-winning composer Elmer Bernstein. Over 40 minutes of music, newly remastered, with a gatefold jacket containing original press images. Original press images? And red-colored vinyl? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Jokes that never get old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ask me to speak drive because I can't. Or I don't know. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm oh, God. Now I just want to rewatch Airplane. <laughs> Classic. Anyway, uh, looks like uh, Blur's got a release for RSD. Uh, they're releasing a 30th anniversary picture disc for their... Uh, 1994 album Park Life. Uh, as someone who recently went through the entire Blur discography, that's a pretty solid album. Uh, it is a special limited edition Zotrope picture disc pressing. Uh, single vinyl pressing housed within a single sleeve with the Park Life cover art. The animated Zotrope illustrating... I, I'm trying to remember because I... Is that the original album, Mark? Because what I'm looking at right now is a fucking... It's like these two dogs. And one of them looks really, uh... Like, hello, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, that's uh, limited to 2,000 copies. Good dogs. Pretty decent album. Uh, let's see. We have a David Bowie release here. Uh, it's called uh, Waiting in the Sky Before the Star Man Came to Earth. Apparently taking from some stereotypes dated... Stereotapes uh, dated 15th... The 15th of December 1971, uh, which were created for the provisional track listing of what would eventually be uh, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. So, yeah, just kind of, uh, I guess, a precursor to that. It features four songs that didn't really make it to the final cut of the album. 8,000 copies. Uh, let's see what else. We have, uh, The Spotlight Kid from Captain Beefheart. Uh, I assume this is another album that isn't Trout Mask Replica. And, oh, God, that... that I'm looking at that artwork. Dude, you... You do not... You cannot pull off a suit, man. Some personal advice. Some people look their best in jeans and a t-shirt. Just saying. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, 4,000 copies, uh... The package includes the original album cut, uh, AAA from the original Master Tape, and a bonus album with unreleased alternate versions and outtakes from the recording sessions. Uh, let's see what else, uh... Oh, oh, man, there, there's Cheech and Chong stuff up in here. Uh, there is, uh, their release Up in Smoke... Get it, 420. Eh. Uh, ah. Now available 
<laughs> available on smoky green vinyl 5000 copies so you know all you Cheech and Chung fans uh looks like we have a release well it's the same release but it's being released in two different ways uh Nat King Cole with Live at the Blue Note Chicago uh it's a collection of never heard before live performances from uh 1953 audio restored from the original tapes uh pressed on 180 gram vinyl double gatefold tip on jacket by Stoughton Houses extensive liner notes by uh Grammy-nominated writer and apparently Nat King Cole's biographer, Will Friedwald. And a uh, six-page booklet with photos of Nat in Chicago. And the original Blue Note Chicago newsletter about the visit. So, this is being released in two ways. One is a double LP limited to 4,000 copies. And the other, unsurprisingly, is a CD release that is uh, two discs. That one is uh, 2,000 copies. So if y'all like yourself some Nat King Cole, there you go. Uh, let's see. We have a new picture disc from The Cure with The Top, which is turning 40 this year. And uh, 10,000 copies. Apparently it is a uh, picture disc. That's pretty neat. Uh, we have a Daft Punk release here. Uh, it's called Something About Us, the love theme from Interstellar 5555. Rest Very peace. nice. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Leiji Matsumoto. Uh, this is a 12-inch uh, vinyl, 4,500 copies. And yeah, on side one, you get something about us and Veridis Quo. And uh, on the other side, you get Voyager, parentheses, Dominic Torti's Wild Style Edit. Hmm. Uh, let's see what other kind of stuff is here. So we have a couple of Dia releases here. Um, we have a... Let's see, a, another Zotrope design picture disc, whatever that really means, um, specifically for the platinum-selling album The Last in Line, celebrating its 40th anniversary, housed in a die-cut jacket with anime, animated characters and figures from the original album art. Uh, let's see, that's 4,500 copies. And then the other one is a, I think it's a live album? Or it's another studio thing. Yeah, it's uh, The Last In Live. Uh, 12-inch picture disc. 1,800 copies. So, for those of you who love yourself some Dio... Oh, no, yeah, it is a live release. I just saw the uh, track listing. Let's see. What else? What else? Um, oh, uh, for those of you who are uh, Doctor Who fans, we have a picture disc LP here. Uh, specifically, the narrated TV soundtrack of a complete two-episode story from 1964, starring William Hartnell as The Doctor. Once again, released on Zotro Picture Disc for the 60th anniversary of the franchise. Jesus Christ, 60 years. Goddamn. Yep. There was a big anniversary that, uh, by all accounts, was okay. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are into uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer... Uh, their third album, Pictures at an Exhibition, recorded live at Newcastle City Hall, is uh, coming out on a picture disc. Uh, 1,300 copies. Apparently, it's just, uh, this is part of an ongoing series of uh, ELP releases. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you got another one to add to the collection. Uh, from the metal band Enslaved, their album, Viking Leaguer Veldi, 
I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, coming out in the double LP, limited to 1,250 copies. I could have said 1,250, but my brain got uh, the, the wires crossed there. Uh, apparently, Fetty Wap is putting out his uh, self-titled album on a double LP, uh, limited to 4,500 copies. Uh, it's being printed on opaque violet vinyl which has been out of print since the original release in 2016, and will feature some uh, additional bonus tracks. So uh, if you want your Trap Queen on vinyl, there you go. Why did y'all like that song? I'm not speaking to the present company here. I just mean like the public in general. What did you see in that song? Anyway, uh... Looks like uh, another noteworthy one here. We have one of the most classic albums of all time. The musical embodiment of I Cannot Fucking Stand All of You and I Hope You All Take a Long Walk Off a Short Pier. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Coming out <laughs> <Yeah>. on a <laughs> LP picture disc limited to 7,500 copies. Get yourself some cranberry juice. <laughs> Yeah, get yourself a skateboard and just uh, go down the road listening to Dreams. Although, uh, I recommend You've Been Loving Fun. That song slaps like a motherfucker. I will stand by it. By the way, uh, I feel the need to remind everyone since uh, we touched on that trend. Uh, remember when Lindsey Buckingham made a video to that whole trend? Yeah, we've talked about that. It was very stupid. And It still blows my mind, like... How did you forget that that song is about you being a dick? Well, I'm sure. Literally. I'm sure. All, I'm sure all of the uh, royalties make it make the pain go away. Yeah, money makes it easier to deal with uh, Stevie Nicks stomping on your nutsack for three minutes. Uh. Let's see what else. What else? Ah, uh, oh, hey, look at that. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, Pinata, 10-year anniversary edition. Oh, uh, yes. It has been 10 years since that album come, album came, man. And, and, of course, yeah, it, yes, it is, it is, and, of course, yes, you all know it, it now is classic, uh, a classic status. Uh-huh. Yes. Just, just look at the feature list. Raekwon, Danny Brown, a Scarface, Chicago Kid, Mac. Miller, ooh, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a long, yeah, a long time since then. Ugh. Yeah, um, okay, anyway, quality is over, um, at the, uh, 3500, 3500 on an LP, uh, LP, and, 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 like we said, this album, this album is a, album is a, it was a classic, not only, not, 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 not only bringing the, 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 the best of Madeline's Beast, but possibly the most mature, mature heard of Freddie Gibbs when he was starting out. Because at first, I'm like, at, 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 at first, when I was hearing a little bit, a little, little bit of stuff, and he was like, well, okay, but now, but this is like, okay, I'm not into this guy now. Hell yeah. Now, uh, in terms of something relatively more recent, uh, looks like Gorillaz is putting out uh, Cracker Island on a double LP set, limited run release. Uh, one of the one of the uh, records is Pink, the other is Magenta. 
as well as four bonus tracks on side C and two remixes on side D, and a double-sided R print by Jamie Hewlett, so yeah, you can get one out of uh, 8,500, so have fun with that. Uh, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, just kind of glancing at the list here. Oh, God, him, why? <laughs> <laughs> All the Villa Vile fangirls are creaming their pants right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see, there's the Who, H-U, uh, Iggy and the Stooges, ha- Iggy and the Stooges have a live release from 2005, uh, Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, a, a, a pack of five seven-inch singles, because, why not? Yeah, so, and apparently, like, most of them also have, like, instrumental cuts, too, for some reason. Anyway, let's see what... Oh, God! Love is Rage from Lil Uzi. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Wiz Khalifa. So, yeah, Love is Rage. uh, That was his, uh, you know, mixtape from whatever the fuck. Uh, Uzi was called a breakout artist of 2015 by Hot New Hip Hop, and I b- they're totally not regret- regretting that endorsement. <laughs> totally. <sighs> Although, uh, speaking of uh, releases from hip hop artists, looks like uh, Metro Boomin's got uh, his uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse soundtrack uh, coming out as, uh, well, okay, so it looks like it's another one of those turntable things. Yeah, the little like three-inch, th- yeah, the little three-inch records, those things. Uh, it comes with three three-inch records for the songs "Self Love," which featured Coil Ray, "Nas Morales" by Metro Boomin and Nas, and "Link Up," which featured Don Tolliver and Wizkid. Okay, ha- okay, happens to the soundtrack. I don't like one of those songs. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a hot take. Into the Spider-Verse had the better soundtrack, even with that goddamn Sunflower song. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't heard the soundtrack, so I can't really say for sure with it, any of this. I mean, for both the soundtracks, they're kind of on par, which to me is like, I mean, there's some good stuff here and there, but they're not tracks that I really go back to. They're, they're, they're albums I really go back to. I mean, I, 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 they made me off the score. The, the scores of doubles were kind of better than the soundtracks overall. Yeah, that kind of sounds about right. So, uh, moving on. Uh, so, I think I might have briefly mentioned this artist at one point. Um, so, Military Gun, a punk band that showed up on a lot of the year and best lists for 2023, uh, have a EP coming out called Life Under the Sun, which uh, is a more stripped-back take on their album uh, Life Under the Gun. I assume that means maybe acoustic and orchestral versions? I, I'm i not entirely sure. But, um, yeah, 2,000 copies. Uh, if you really like the military gun, then go for it. Uh, let's see. There's Illmatic remixes and rarities from Nas. Speaking of... Uh, coming out on, let's see what kind of LP is, uh, I don't think it says anything special about the, uh, print, other than, you know, the rarity of the tracks and all, 2,500 copies, uh, let's see, what else, what else, uh, 
Oh, hey, Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die, The Instrumentals. So, yeah, if you need yourself those uh, really classic uh, B.I.G. beats and all, uh, looks like this will be released, you know, all together as a 45 RPM, 4,000 copies. Have fun with that. Uh, looks like The Offspring are putting out a 20th anniversary release of the album Splinter. Uh, God, 20... You know, for a second I was like, wait, didn't Splinter come out in the night? Oh no, 2003. Like, yeah, uh, jeez. Anyway, yeah, it's a uh, picture disc, 2,500 copies. Uh, looks like we have a couple of uh, Paramore releases dropping. Uh, they're both apparently called, like, Re This Is Why... You know, like it's a friggin' anime title or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, one has, uh, this is why the album included, the other is just uh, remixes. Yeah, so, you know, get those. Uh, there's going to be plenty of copies available for that one, so yeah, take and, your pick. Uh, and fear not, everybody, they got Jack Anson off to, to remix Sanity. Give him a round of applause. They nailed it. I'm not sure why we're clapping, but I'm sure people are happy about that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, looks like uh, Pearl Jam's got their album Dark Matter coming out on, uh, well, yeah, an LP. So, an exclusive yellow and black ghostly Dark Matter color. Uh, 15,000 copies, so pretty easy to find. Yeah, I feel like we should mention that this is a new album coming out on April 19th. Oh, fuck right. You know, sometimes Andrew, I lose... And Andrew Watt is producing it. Him of all people. Am I supposed to know who that is? Uh, he He's the guy who's been working with Miley Cyrus for the last couple of years. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God, um, why? Uh, I mean, and, oh, and he was also the guy who did uh, some stuff with Ozzy Osbourne for uh, uh, one of his uh, more recent albums. Actually, two of his more recent albums. Huh. And he's been working with Post Malone, and he's been doing stuff with, uh, just, uh, YM! It, I don't know. Uh, anyway, moving on from that, uh, looks like we're getting a vinyl release for, uh, Jesus Wept, which was the third album from the music duo PM Dawn. Uh... The album's highest charting single, according to this uh, piece here, is Downtown Venus, which apparently sampled uh, Deep Purple's Hush. Has not been on vinyl since its original release. 1,800 copies. Cool, cool. Okay, uh, you know. See. Okay, wow. I mean, those are being. Okay. I never heard of something. I, I, think, I think I'm mostly aware of PM Dawn's first two albums, to be honest. I think I've done more than well, this one. I mean, then again. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. So, looks like, uh, anyway, moving on from that, uh, looks like Queen, uh, has a 7-inch vinyl coming out, specifically for the song, uh, Cool Cat, which originally appeared on their 10th album, Hot Space, and has no relation to that one thing that I usually <laughs> see. You know, I, I sort of know what it is, I think, but I still have no clue what Cool Cat actually is. Nobody does. <laughs> I just know that voice haunts my uh, nightmares sometimes. But yeah, this is uh, this was the seventh single, apparently, from this album. 
Uh, the B-side features uh, unreleased instrumental of the track. So, you know, for Queen superfans, there you go. Alright, let's see what has... Um, Heavier Than Seven, which is an album from... Uh, oh, no, wait, it's the Greatest Hits compilation from uh, the group Seven Dust. Yeah, only seven songs here. I guess Bitch wasn't good enough to make the cut. What a shame. Tragic. Uh, 1,300 copies, so gonna be plenty available. Uh, let's see, what else? Well, we already got to the end of uh, page one, at least, because I'm doing it, like, 200 at a time. So, let's... Okay, I gotta click that over and then scroll back to the other thing. Uh, let's see what else is here. So, we're still in RSD exclusive, so... Corey Taylor... Looks like he's putting out a vinyl. Uh, I think it's called CMF to be or not to be. I hope I'm reading that right. There, there's some weird formatting stuff on this site where, like, I guess if there's some kind of, like, special character in the uh, text, it just kind of shows, like, a weird capitalized A. Yeah, that's, that's usually a weird font <laughs> issue with, uh, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, this is a uh, candy floss color vinyl, which has B-sides from the sessions for CMF2, as well as some uh, classic cover songs, specifically from the likes of uh, Echo and the Bunnyman and Led Zeppelin. There's even some uh, Slipknot, Judas, okay, Judas Priest, Ozzy, Alice Cooper, there's also some Slipknot and Stone Sour in there. So, you know. Good for all you Corey Taylor super fans. Uh, oh God, you be forty? Why? Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, uh, looks like we're having a vinyl soundtrack release for the nineteen ninety three movie Dazed and Confused. Even yep. more dazed, even more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it features songs from the likes of uh, Alice Cooper, the Steve Miller Band, uh, ZZ Top, Peter Frampton. Uh, looks like we also have uh, the soundtrack for Lost in Translation, uh, which has music from the likes of uh, Kevin Shields, Air, My Bloody Valentine, Square Pusher, The Jesus and Mary Chain. That one also has a bonus LP curated by uh, Brian Reitzel, who uh, supervised the music for the original film, and includes other stuff uh, from the likes of uh, Peaches, the Chemical Brothers, and more. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, let it be known, the only song in here that was ever used in both Lost in Translation and Jackass Number 2, Fuck the Pain Away. Ha! <laughs> Ah, God, that song slaps. It's a weird combination. It's a weird combination of movies, but hey, weird things happen in this world. Speaking of uh, soundtracks, uh, looks like we have a double LP release for, uh, well, it's called Spawn the Album. Spawn, as in the uh, comic book character created by Todd McFarlane and famously voiced by Keith David in that cartoon. Yeah. That was Keith yeah. David, right? I'm not getting things mixed up here. The animated series, yeah. The movie features yes. Michael, the movie features Michael John White, who was wasted in this in this 
because he because he because he's going to be a better absolute hero. I mean, look at him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a black dynamite. But anyway, um, yeah, everybody knows the soundtrack is like it. it it's basically it's, it, it, it makes it makes it basically you know rock electronic rock, 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 rock electronic music. Like you got you got mixes of Metallica, The Prodigy, Tom Morello, Bobby Slayer, The Butthole Surfers. Um, yeah, this is a very weird. This is a very weird soundtrack, but it's very indicative of the time. With what is paired together, you have Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot, Metallica and DJ Spooky, uh, Manson and 808 State, The Prodigy and Tom Morello, Crystal Method and Filter, Corn and the Dust Brothers, and it's it's just it, it was very weird. But very of its time. Yeah, uh, yeah. The thing is, it was on a label called Immortal Records at the time. They had, three, like, they did three soundtracks that uses a lot of uh, that. There's a lot of John Mixon. This was one of them. Spawn, Spawn was the electronic and rock. This one called Judgment Night mixes rap and rock. And the last one being Blade Two, which but electronic and hip hop. So yeah, it's basically that that label that it well is no longer there. But yeah, yeah. Anthem was labeled to gave us corn, and for that, uh, they had to die. <laughs> Damn. The nineties were something else, I tell you. Yeah. Still okay. Okay. Still, Spawn soundtrack great. Movie, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It do be like that, but uh, yeah. So this one's uh twenty seven hundred copies. It comes pressed on smoky red vinyl. Ah, uh, damn! This is uh, it's uh something. <laughs> what else is there? So, I'm sorry. There's a there's a wicked soundtrack release, or some kind. Okay, uh, let me take a look at this. So, uh, celebrate the Tony Award winning musical with this limited edition, witch shaped die cut picture disc, twelve inch single available exclusively for RSD. Featuring Defying Gravity and Popular, performed by original cast members Edina Menzel, the Frozen singer? Yep. Yeah. Ah. I guess you had to come from somewhere. Yeah. And uh, Kristen Chenoweth, originally released in Mm -hmm. December 03, the Wicked original cast recording album, received the Grammy Award for Best Musical Show. So this thing has been around for 20 years, and uh, something something Ariana Grande... (laughs) <laughs> yeah and um uh, the movie adaptation of it has been in uh various degrees of production hell for the for what feels like the last uh seven or eight years but hey it, they're they're still releasing it this year definitely maybe i mean there was a trailer so i guess it has to be along somewhere that doesn't and mean I'm anything sh- you're saying that it doesn't? I'm I'm sure it's gonna be like with the amount of time it's been in development hell, it's gonna be a new cinematic classic, just like the film adaptation of Borderlands. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> oh remember no. uh a Ho's movie for Warner got pushed back a year, so uh take nothing for granted. Why does the industry have to do this to me? I actually like Borderlands. Eh. Anyway, uh, looks like we have a live release from Yes, uh, previously unreleased full performance from the Yes album tour in 1971. 
Uh, the title is Yale Bowl 71 because it it yeah, it was recorded at the Yale Bowl in New Haven, Connecticut on July 24th, 1971. Features uh, some raw performances of tracks like I've Seen All Good People, Yours Is No Disgrace, and more. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, 4,500 copy, so neat. Very neat. And last, but possibly least for the RSD exclusive stuff, uh, Young Thugs Jeffrey. Oh yeah, that's the album <laughs> where he where he where he, where he, where he was wearing that uh, that the uh, Mortal Kombat looking outfit. He looks like a fucking Elden Ring enemy. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like at a Sekiro or Neo or something, and of course, because because this album where his where 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 he names every song after a after after an artist like one called Wyclef John, Swiss Beats, Riwi, Guap, Harambe, yes, Harambe, yes, those was in twenty sixteen. Dicks out. Uh. <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the RSD exclusive stuff. Yeah. I actually have a couple I'd like to mention as well, just to round everything out, because some of these are interesting, some of these are confusing, but I got a couple here. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, So there's a Demi Devil special edition from Ash Nico. That's getting a final release. Hmm. Sure. For all you jazz heads out there, Average White Band, live at the Rainbows Theater, 1974. It's good mm, stuff. Neat. I enjoy oh, it. Yeah. Pick up the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Okay. Uh, for you indie heads out there, we have Life at the Showbox from Death Cab for Cutie. I'm, I'm sure there's some of you out there who like that. Uh, for you prog heads out there, we have the demo tape of the Dixie Dregs, the Great Spectacular. Hmm. Yeah, this is a uh, early, early seventies prog. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the real deep stuff, <laughs> stuff that your parents warned you about when you were a kid. Uh, from Garbage, we have "Lie to Me," a four-track uh, release of un- of unreleased tracks. Which features uh, a remix of the song "Bad Boyfriend" featuring Dave Grohl, paying paying it back for uh, that Everlong. Oh wait, no, that was someone else. Never mind. I, I don't know why I got those mixed up, but uh, hey, Dave Grohl's on a garbage track. That's cool. <sighs> okay, from GBI, aka uh, Dave Grohl, Charlie Bernante, and Scott Ian, we have the Regulator. This is just something that that they did, and. Uh, they did a thing. It's cool. They, yeah. It's a neat little 7-inch vinyl thing, if you like that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. All right, from the Hives, we have Lex Hives and Live from Terminal 5. It's a live album. What do you want from me? There is stuff from Motley Crue here. Supersonic and Demonic Relics. A collection of uh, B-sides. That's all I can say about it. Uh, from Motorhead, we have Remorse? No! An anniversary of the 1984 compilation featuring a release, rare and live tracks, 
on vinyl. That's pretty cool. Uh, did we talk about Nathalmatic remixes and rarities? Yep. Okay, so I have to go over that again. Okay, from Alan Parsons, aka the Alan Parsons Project, we have Pyramid, Work in Progress. Uh, early demos and rough mixes of tracks that would appear on the album Pyramid. So there you go, there's that. From Public Enemy, once again, Revolver Revolution Tour 2003, this time on three LPs. So you get it on CD and on vinyl. Best of both worlds. From Todd Rundgren, the 50th anniversary edition of uh, Todd. <laughs> yeah, that that that's it's just it's just called Todd. It is uh, as self-titled as self-titled can be. Sure, I'm sure some of y'all are into that. Uh, from Sleater Kenny, if you want to pick me up, here is this time here today a seven-inch uh, two-track vinyl, uh, just for this. I think they need to pick me up after the after the album that came out. So to, uh, whatever. For yeah, I, State, I didn't listen to that one. Sounds like I'm probably glad I didn't. Yeah. Uh, from Mavis Staples, have a little faith. We all got love for Mavis Staples around here. Yes. Mm. All right. <clears throat> from Donna Summer, we have many states of independence. Uh, we have. A, a, an assortment of remixes of the song produced by one Quincy Jones, along with other producers doing the remixes. Some of you are into that. I know you are. <laughs> uh, from the Talking Heads, live at WCOZ 77. I'm going I'm to assume that's a radio name and just go with that. So uh, there you go. If you want weird music, the Talking Heads is where you go. From the Tom Tom Club. Genius of Love 2001 Remixes, a.k.a. that song that has been sampled by uh, uh, just about everybody, from The Good, Mariah Carey, to The Bad, Lotto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that song. But, uh, it, yeah, uh, I mean, here you go. There's that. All right, and from Ultravox. Remixes of songs from their album Lament by one Mr. Stephen Wilson. Ah. That's always a fantastic uh, pairing. All right. And uh, those are the ones that I uh, took notes on. And I think we can move on to the final section here. RSD first, which I assume means this is when they're first getting released, but they'll still be available in the market in subsequent years in some capacity. Yeah. Alright, so let's blaze uh, through some of these. So, looks like we're getting a vinyl release for the 2 Chains Lil Wayne collab project. Welcome to College Grove. Okay. From, God, 2016. I, I thought that was sooner. Is that really that old? Fuck. Oh, no, wait, that's the original, I think, so... Yeah, we'll get to College Grove this last year. Fuck me. I have... Can you tell I have no sense of time anymore? None of us do. Uh, let's see what... (laughs) Oh, fucking asking Alexandria. (laughs) Their 2011 album, Relentless... Reckless and Relentless, uh, 
coming out on gold vinyl with deluxe gold foil reflective pack. Man, don't waste the gold on that shit. Get the fuck out of here. God. Uh, anyway, uh, looks like at the drive-in are uh, releasing their second album, In Casino Out, uh, which has apparently been uh, out of print for a hot fucking minute. So, uh, yeah, this is on a purple and green smoke-colored vinyl. Uh, 3,500 copies. Nice, nice. Let's see, what else? Um, let's see, there's, uh, The Cranberries, uh, the complete sessions for Bury the Hatchet, their fourth album. Uh, so, it has that, plus, like, five bonus tracks, Double LP, 4,000 copies. Uh, looks like we have a live release from De La Soul, uh, Live at Tramps, New York City, 1996. Uh, this is getting released as both a CD and an LP. Hmm. So, if you need a double dose of uh, De La Soul, then there you go. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh... I'm sorry, who the... I, I'm just clicking on this one out of curiosity, because who the fuck is Gandalf? Huh? Uh, apparently it's... I, I just had to click that, because, you know, fucking Lord of the Rings reference and shit, so... Apparently, uh, there was some kind of, uh... I, I guess a band who put out a self-released... Self, not self-released, a self-titled album in 1969. Uh... To... Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny because it was called Gandalf. So, uh, for all you Gandalf fans there, uh, you can get one of 1,500 copies. Uh, fucking has liner notes and photos and pressed on limited edition lemongrass vinyl. You know, if lemongrass is a, your thing. Oh, hey, uh, since I think you mentioned the Hives earlier, uh, Black and White album. Uh, their fourth studio album from October 2007. Oh, wait. Is that the one that has the... No, I'm thinking of a different album, probably, because I still only really know uh, one Hive song, and that's Main Offender. And I couldn't tell you what album that was on. But it wasn't this one, I think. Uh, so, yeah, available on vinyl for the first time. Uh, pressed on, well, black and white vinyl, double-sized poster, 4,000 copies. Uh, oh, God, I don't want to talk about it in this moment. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like Elton John is, uh, putting out his fourth album, Caribou, on vinyl to celebrate the 15th anniversary. Uh, it's a double Blue Sky vinyl with the second LP having session demos and rarities, 3,000 copies, so for you Elton John fans out there, uh, there you go. Now, it looks like we have, uh, we have a John Lennon EP that's getting two variations, uh, specifically the Mind Games EP. Uh, one version of it is, uh, well, labeled black, the other is labeled color. So, oh, here's a description. Uh, it's offered in two color variants, a luminous glow-in-the-dark 140-gram color vinyl or a 180-gram black vinyl version. So, apparently, this is like a uh, tease of, I guess, the, quote, Ultimate Edition anniversary release of the album Mind Games, which, 
I don't know, reading those words out loud makes this sound like some kind of video game bullshit. Yeah, the prequel to the full release and then the DLC and the, you know, it's a whole fucking thing. Uh, anyway, uh, fucking Moneybag Yo, seriously? <laughs> Against this pain. His fourth album from 2021. So, you know, for all you Moneybag Yo fans. Uh, looks like we have a couple of Neil Morricone soundtracks coming out of vinyl. Uh, one from the movie Orca and the other from something called Storie di Vita e Malavita. I probably pronounced that horribly. Uh, Joe Pesci. <laughs> Listen, to, to be fair, don't diss Joe Pesci. There's a reason George Carlin prays to him. Uh, so the album Little Joe Sure Can Sing, uh, 1,400 copies, uh, looks like this, uh, apparently it was a really rare album that uh, came out in 1968, before he actually got famous for any sort of acting. <laughs> so, yeah, this uh, apparently comes in, uh, ooh, and, let's see, clear with orange swirl vinyl, limited to 2,000 hand-numbered copies. So get yourself some Joe in your ears as soon as possible. Anyway, uh, there's a poppy release coming out, uh, the release of her EP Eat, which... No. <laughs> no. C can we stop with the poppy shit? She's so mid. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, Queen Latifah's Nature of a Sista is uh, coming out on a... Let me see if there's a description of the release. Uh, I don't think it's any kind of a special print or anything. Just her second album on vinyl. LP. Doesn't really say how many copies though. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about BB Rexa because no. Um, Sponge, uh, Team Sleep. That sound. Oh yeah, that's uh one of Chino Moreno's side projects. Uh, this one is him and uh Todd Wilkinson and Crooked One. Uh, their only album, the 2005 self-titled, is uh being released on vinyl for the first time. Uh, gold vinyl double release uh, has a couple of unreleased outtakes, including one cut that features a uh, Mike Patton. Interesting. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Though um, I'm I'm personally waiting for that Dillinger Escape Plan EP with Mike Patton to get re-released. When are you gonna release it again, everybody? You know, the only time I heard that name because I heard because I heard it for her one her one one of the checks before it was on the Majesty Lotus soundtrack. Which I think Deftones was also in that soundtrack as well. Huh, that makes sense. Uh, yep. Nice, nice. Uh, looks like there's a bunch of uh, various soundtrack releases. Uh, perhaps the one that's at least most notable to me is the. Oh, damn, where'd it go? Uh, come on, I just had it. Oh, you have to be kidding me. I accidentally clicked on, like, the actual listing, and now uh, I have to scroll back through to find it. Was it Murder Was the Case? Murder Was the Case. No, it actually wasn't Murder Was the Case. Uh, oh. 
Uh, I mean, if you want to go ahead and talk about that one for a bit. Three words. Natural born killers. Yes. <laughs> it goes so fucking hard. I love it. It, it, it does. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I actually did uh, see that listing. So. Uh, <laughs> it comes on a red vinyl that has classified text from the case files in a case folder within the package. 9,000 copies. Double LP. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's the one I was looking at. Uh, for any of you who, for some reason, still watch South Park, uh, South Park, the 25th anniversary concert. This one's a three LP release <coughs> of uh, the whole live performance they gave at the Red Rocks Amphitheater. Uh, I forget how long ago this was. It was back in 2022. I, I will give it a pass for one thing and one thing only. Closer to the heart. Yeah. That was the thing. They got Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson of Rush on there with Primus. Like, that's, that's, as, close uh, to, that's as close to full Rush as you're going to get nowadays. Yeah. It's a good time to be had. So, yeah, this set is being pressed on, quote, towely blue vinyl. Hmm. I guess you can't smoke it to get high. Uh. So, you know, if that's your thing, there you go. Uh, looks like we have, uh, speaking of three LP releases, uh, The Weeknd, live at SoFi Stadium. A very well-produced, uh, there a very well-produced live album, regardless of, uh, how that thing with HBO went. Yeah, um... So, fun fact, uh, the only reason I really know anything about the show itself is because um, I just kind of saw, like, a video pop up in my recommendations and clicked it out of curiosity. Specifically, it was, um, uh, what was the name? Uh, Mike the Snare, that's who it was. So, that was an interesting video. Anyway, uh, looks like we have a Stephen Wilson release uh, for RSD First, uh, Harmonic Divergence. Uh, looks like it's got a bunch of unreleased remixes of tracks from uh, the Harmony Codex. Mm-hmm. These are all the remixes that came in with the uh, the fancy and very quickly sold out deluxe edition. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. The question is, will this sell out as well? Who fucking knows? Uh, let's see. For anybody who's into uh, Witchfinder General... I only know that name because of the angry video game nerd, but uh-huh. anyway. Uh, so it looks like uh, their album Death Penalty from 1982 is uh, being reissued with a new track listing with two rare live tracks. And uh, it's being pressed on heavyweight 180 gram vinyl and a gateful jacket with protective polypropylene bag. I hope I said that right. Mm. And uh, let's see if there's anything else. Uh, the only other thing I think of to touch on, and this is like right here at the end, Frank Zappa, Zappa for president. <laughs> which, uh, I, I mean, of course, what the fuck hasn't Zappa recorded? That I did fucking touch on goddamn everything. Yeah. <laughs> so <sighs> this is pressed on, of course, red, white, and blue splattered vinyl with three sides of music and a silk screened Frank Zappa image on side D. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I got I got uh, quite a bit here. I'd like to add in. 
Starting with Worlds Collide Deluxe Edition, Deluxe Edition from Apocalyptica. This is the album that broke them through into the mainstream. It has, well, the song with Corey Taylor, I'm Not Jesus, the song with uh, the, the former Three Days Grace, the, the former Three Days uh, Grace guy, I Don't Care, the song with Christina Scabia of Lacuna Coil, SOS. This, this was the album that turned them from just the cello Metallica band into a full band. It's very good. It's a great album. If I can get this, I will. Uh, from Collective Soul. For those of you who uh, want your uh, 90s alternative rock uh, kick. Dosage, the 25th anniversary edition. This is more like late 90s Collective Soul, so uh, take that however you will. But it does have the song Heavy on there, and I know you all like that. Okay, from Steve Conti, we have The Concrete Jungle. Some of you are asking, who the hell is Steve Conti? He did several songs for the Ghost in the Shell standalone complex soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. There's a name somewhere. I think it's- yeah, he did uh, Living Inside the Shell, which is just the best song from the second season. There's a couple other songs for those soundtracks as well. He, uh, he's got quite a repertoire to him. I remember singing like another soul uh, being him, which I got like that song more. But yeah, yeah Living Inside the Shell, Lithium Flower, that's him. Okay, from uh, the Cranberries. Berry, did we, did we talk about this? I'm, I think I did. I could have sworn I mentioned the Cranberries. You mentioned, oh. you mentioned Cranberries. But, okay, so yeah, it, it's hard to keep track of we're doing this, you know, one at a time. Okay, uh, from. Dead by Sunrise, a band uh, that featured uh, Chester Bennington back in 2009. They only had one album. This is it, Out of Ashes. It's getting a final release. So over here for the first time ever. It's pretty cool. Okay, from Filter. The Very Best Things, 1995 to 2008. It is, well, it's a greatest hits compilation. Do you like hey, hey? Do you like Hey Man, Nice Shot? It's on here. Do I take a picture? It's on here. Do you like other songs? They're probably on here. <sighs> okay. Uh, where is the next one on here? Uh, may as well mention these. Um, for, for some reason, there is a Little Peep seven-inch release happening. I I don't know why. Uh. Yeah. There's also uh. Lil Wayne, sorry for the wait. Okay, then. Yeah, it, uh, sure. Why not? I, I guess. I, I don't know. But, uh, that, that's a thing. There you go, people. Uh, from Mr. Big, we have The Big Finish, Lean Into It Live. Mr. Big live at the Budokan in Japan, where they are like the 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 biggest band in Japan. It's honestly kind of scary how big they are over there. If you know your one hit Wonderland lore, you know all about Mr. Big. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's another Todd Rundgren release, Liars from 2004. That's the 20th anniversary release, and that album art is something. <laughs> uh, he just did whatever he wanted to later on. 
Okay, we have Duncan Sheik, his self-titled album. If you're wondering who the hell Duncan Sheik is, uh, you may not know him, but you know the song. Cause I am barely breathing and I can't find the air. Don't know who I'm kidding. That song. You know that song. I mean, I'm assuming you all know that song. It has, it has yet to be featured, featured on One Hit Wonderland, but it will be one day. <laughs> one day. Yeah. We're going to hit those late 90s One Hit Wonders one way or another. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, Todd. Uh, from Sonic Youth. Hits are for squares. It's, uh, it's a compilation of songs. Says here, curated by a diverse group of artists, actors, directors, and musicians who basically came together and uh, just uh, picked some of the best songs here. Some of those uh, curators are Portia de Rossi, Mike D, Radiohead, Diablo Cody, Dave Eggers, uh, Eddie Vedder, The Flaming Lips, Gus Van Zant. Sure, why not? Okay, from uh, Canadian legends and icons and gods to Tragically Hip, live at CBGB's. Uh, Just saying that has made you all 20% more Canadian. You're welcome. <sighs> okay, from U2, we have Atomic City U2 UV live at The Sphere in Las Vegas, which... As a live recording of that, along with a remix, can you guess who remixed this song? I think the question is really more, do I want to guess? Because I feel like I'm not going to like the answer. You're not going to get the answer either way, so I'll just tell you. <clears throat> Mike Will made it. <laughs> what? Yeah. That Mike a Will Mike made it? Will Made It remix of a U2 song. <laughs> well, then. I don't have context. It's just a thing that happened. So, uh, you're going to lose sleep over that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we have from Summer Walker, Over It Complete Set. It, it, it's the album it's commemorating its fifth anniversary for some reason, but uh, uh, sure, I guess. Good enough for me, I guess. And I've saved uh, the funniest for last from Neil Young with Crazy Horse, Fucking Up. <laughs> A 2023 recording of songs, and the album is called Fucking Up. I'm not sure if that's indicative of the release in general, but uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, there's your uh, list. We had some fun with that. We saw the good, the bad, the fucking hilarious. So, um, be sure to go through that when y'all got some spare time. Because, you know, you have a decent amount of time. We're literally like the day we're recording this, we're like two, literally two months out. So, who, blah. Anyway, 
so that about does it for the actual uh, news discussion and all that stuff. So we got one last thing that we got to touch on here before uh, sign off, and that is uh, the new album releases for the week of February 23rd, 2024. Uh, starting at the top, we have a new album from metal band Darkest Hour with Perpetual Slash Terminal. Uh, Job for a Cowboy finally releasing their big comeback album after more than a decade with uh, Moon Healer. Uh, we have a new album from the band Amaranth, uh, with The Catalyst. No clue on whether or not it'll feature that, uh, very catchy ending theme from the last season of 12 Ounce Mouse. But we shall see. And speaking of bands with connections to Adult Swim, uh, Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum are dropping a brand new album titled Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum of the Last Human Being. And if you want to know what that connection is, um... Does anybody remember that short-lived series Tigtone? Yeah. The one with the really Cabo, weird, like, yeah. fantasy motion capture aesthetics? Yeah, uh, the guy who played the title character of that show, he's the guitarist in this band. Hmm, small world. Okay. Yeah. Uh, looks like from Earth Gang, we have a new project, uh, Robophobia, which I think is part of that Earth Gang versus the Algorithm thing they've been doing. Uh, and last, and in my opinion, least, because I do not get the appeal of this band, uh, MGMT with their newest album, Loss of Life. So, so I remember a friend of mine trying to show me their music back in high school, and I just didn't get it. I mean, they had, Cut they all had the way one, to... Tw- they had one good song, and then... Uh, only the band ripped them, ripped that song off for their own terrible song. I mean, the only thing I heard from them is we heard them as a song that I think I heard today with, with of all people, Christine the Queens. Oh, Christine, you can do so much better. But anyway, uh, yeah, that about does it for all that. So now, time to clean house and get the hell out of here. So, Alex, where can they find you on the internet? Still, for the time being, uh, this show, the other show I do, uh, the Discord, maybe other Discords, uh, maybe somewhere else in the future. I don't know. I'm still trying to get my internet profile reconfigurated because the internet is a terrible, terrible place. And how? Uh, Mark, what about you? Of course, whatever you can find me, just. Yeah, it's, it's also my site, I have did something today. I have finally did another type of slug, which I ain't done since 2018, which, damn. It was the topic of that, of that is, does X War show me anything? Yeah, um, don't answer that, just read, just read the damn thing. Yes, yes, read. And, uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, etc. Blue Sky, of course, at Rob Barracuda. You can email me, Roberts, at SurreyResolution.com for um, questions, comments, concerns, and inquiries. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on, you know, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, still trying to find somewhere else to host this, uh, since that's going away still. Um, audio-only episodes go up every Wednesday. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Surrezo, like us on Facebook, visit the website Sewer Resolution for our written articles, this podcast, podcast ONA, all that good stuff. And of course, be sure to jump into our Discord, as that is the best way to be immediately notified whenever new things go up on 
you know, the site. And that'll about do it for this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Be sure to join us uh, next week. Same time, same channel for the usual uh, shenanigans. And until then, Eldritch Horrors in Bio. Bye.